Hello, my name's Jack. And I'm Rich. And welcome to this week's Premier Skills English Podcast, where we talk about football and help you with your English. We recommend that you listen to this podcast on the Premier Skills English website, because that's where we have the transcript, language examples, activities, quizzes, and a discussion page to help you understand everything we talk about. However, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave answers to our questions in the review section. We do read all the reviews and would love to hear from you. Don't forget that we have our Football English podcast called This Week that you can listen to at the start of every week. In This Week, we talk about the latest action from the Premier League and help you with football vocabulary. It's on the Premier Skills English homepage now. In today's podcast, we're going to focus on grammar. We're going to look at superlative adjectives. We use superlative adjectives, or sometimes we just call them superlatives, to compare three or more people or things. You've probably studied this before. First, you study comparatives. For example, Liverpool are better than Arsenal. Liverpool play more exciting football than Arsenal. Liverpool fans must be happier than Arsenal fans at the moment. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we've got that. And after comparatives, you probably studied superlatives. Liverpool are the best team in the Premier League. Liverpool play the most exciting football on the planet. And Liverpool fans must be the happiest football fans on earth right now. So, there you heard a few examples of superlatives or superlative adjectives. In this podcast, we're going to remind you how to use superlatives correctly and look at a few difficult examples. In this week's role play, we're going to be buying presents for everyone. Well, more precisely, we're thinking about what presents to buy for people. Christmas is in a couple of weeks and we don't know what to get for family and friends. And in this week's task, you'll need to use some superlative adjectives. Great! But before you hear the role play and we look at that grammar, we need to look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear our football phrase last week, we're going to give you one more chance to guess now. We'll give you the correct answer at the end of the show when we give you a new football phrase. A big well done if you got it right last week. It was a really difficult one. Yes, well done to Lyubomir from Ukraine and Lekawang from China, who were the only listeners to get the phrase exactly right. Let's hear it one more time. Do you know what the phrase is? The phrase is... The phrase is used when fans complain about the decisions made by the person in charge of a game of football, usually because decisions don't go in their team's favour. The first word in the phrase means bad or dishonest and is quite informal. Fans might say, the match was ruined by some... if they think decisions didn't go their way. We'll give you the answer at the end of the show and we'll have a new football phrase for you to guess.
In our podcast on Monday this week, we asked you some questions and asked you to contact us and record your answers if you are brave enough. In a minute, you're going to hear from three of our listeners from Argentina, Brazil and Indonesia. But before you do, we want to give you two of those questions again. Those questions are... Question one. Which is the most popular team in your country? Question two. Who's the best footballer of all time? Now you're going to hear from three people who spoke to us this week to answer those questions. Let's hear what Walter from Argentina, Salamoa from Brazil and Karen from Indonesia had to say. Which is the most popular Premier League team in your country? Ooh, it's difficult. I would say, I had to admit, it might be Man United. Either Man United or Liverpool. I think the most popular Premier League team in my country is Manchester City because there are many Kun Aguero fans around here. Guys, here in Brazil, uh, we have as the most popular Liverpool and Manchester United. It's good, let's say it's quite divided, you know. But I guess Manchester United is the, the, the one which has more fans. Who's the best footballer of all time? Ooh, tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. The best footballer of all time, in my opinion, was Enzo Francescoli. He was an idol inside and outside the pitch. Sinidin Zidane's son is called Enzo for him. Well, in my opinion, uh, Pelé is the, the biggest one of all time. Now, I will say my own first answer would be like Gary Lineker, but that's probably just me. Thanks for getting in touch, Karen, Salamoa and Walter. As we said earlier, in this week's roleplay, we're thinking about Christmas and what presents to buy for people. While you're listening to the roleplay, we have a question for you to answer. The question is, what does Jack suggest I buy for my sister? That's the longest shopping list I've ever seen. What are you doing? It's not a shopping list. Well, I suppose it is. I'm writing down what to get everyone for Christmas. I don't need a list. It's all in my head. (laughs) It's not the most difficult thing to remember, because I only buy one present. One present? Are you serious? Yeah, I buy the same thing for everyone. It's the simplest and easiest thing to do. So, those socks you got for me last year with the little footballs on them? Yep. My dad got some, my sister got them, my cousins, all my friends got some. I bought them online. One click, done. I got a massive discount too. Cheapest Christmas ever. And the least thoughtful. I've been here for an hour already. Let's have a look. Ooh, lots of people there. Are you sure you don't want to buy socks? No socks. Mugs? Mugs are good. No mugs. How about biscuits? You're doing it wrong. 
you have to think about the person you're buying the present for first, and then come up with an idea. Okay, okay, um, what have you got there? Let's see your list. Here you are. Hmm, Uncle Pete. Uncle Pete, you've just written football. (laughs) He's 78. I think he's past his best, to be honest. He doesn't play anymore. He did in his time, though. He's always talking about when he was one of the best central defenders for York City's youth reserve teams in the late 1950s. One of the best, I don't doubt it. He's got to be the biggest Manchester United fan I know. He's got United memorabilia all over his house. I'm trying to get him a a signed photo or portrait of a player. I've seen this one of Ronaldo, but it's a bit pricey. You should try the market in town. They've got one of the largest collections of old um, uh, uh, football memorabilia in town. Loads of old photos of players from the past. I bet it'd like one of George Best or something. Hmm, that sounds promising. I'll check it out later. Hmm, what's this? A bed for Billy? Yeah, I've seen the most comfortable looking bed in Aldi. You're buying a bed from Aldi as a Christmas present? It's on offer. It comes with a nice fleece blanket. She's been looking a bit cold in the morning, so I thought she'd like a new bed. That's the weirdest present I've ever heard of. You know Billy's my new dog. Oh, that makes sense now. Thank goodness for that. I was wondering how you were going to wrap it up. That'd be silly. She can't unwrap presents. Okay. What are you getting for your dad? Cuttlefish bones. Sorry? That's another odd-sounding present. They're for his budgies. You know, little parrots. And they like cuttlefish bones? They love them. They're the best thing for cleaning their beaks. They look like little surfboards. Fair enough. You seem pretty confident about that gift. Um, who else is on that list? Your sister. You, you haven't written anything next to her name. I know. The thing is, she's the trickiest person to buy something for. I never know what to get her. Is it your eldest sister? What, what's she into? Yeah, um, she's into the environment. She likes walks in the countryside. She's into technology, but she's probably bought everything she wants or needs already. Here, let me type this in. Christmas present for sister. Here we go. Best Christmas gifts for sisters. 42 greatest things to buy for sisters. 25 fabulous Christmas presents for your sister. Let's have a look. Bath and shower stuff. Things for the home. Kitchen things. These are probably the worst, most sexist presents I've ever seen. Hmm. You could always buy her socks. Did you get the answer to our question? What does Jack suggest I buy for my sister? Well, the answer, of course, is socks. The best present anyone can ever get for family or friends. Hmm, I'm not sure about that. Right, let's move on to the language focus. This week, we're looking at superlative adjectives. We used lots of them in the roleplay. We use superlative adjectives to compare three or more people, places or things. The first thing to remember is that there are two forms of superlative adjective. Some superlatives 
use the letters EST at the end of the regular adjective, and some superlatives use the most before the regular adjective. Let's look at an example of each from the role play. I said to Rich, that's the longest shopping list I've ever seen. And Jack said, Christmas lists are not the most difficult thing to remember. In the first example, the adjective is long. And to make the superlative, we add the and then the adjective with est. In the second example, the adjective is difficult. And to make the superlative, we add the most before the adjective. We add est when the adjective is one syllable, like long. Long becomes the longest. There are some spelling rules to remember here. When the adjective ends with a vowel followed by a consonant, like with the adjective big, we double the consonant. So the biggest has two g's and the thinnest has two n's. When the adjective is three or more syllables long, we use the most before the adjective. Difficult becomes the most difficult. Let's do a little test. I'll say an adjective and you have to say the superlative before Jack. Let's do an example. Long. The longest. That was a bit too quick. Give them time. Another example. Difficult. The most difficult. Great. Right. Let's do a, a few more. Big. The biggest. Interesting. The most interesting. Large. The largest. Generous. The most generous. That's pretty easy, but we also have to remember that there are some very common irregular superlatives. The adjectives good, bad and far are all very common and irregular. Good becomes the best, bad becomes the worst and far becomes the furthest or farthest. Okay, so that's adjectives with one syllable and adjectives with three or more syllables, but we have a problem, don't we? What about adjectives with two syllables? Here the rules are not so simple. The first rule is that if the adjective ends in a Y, like easy or tricky, then we drop the Y and add I-E-S-T. In the role play, we said that it's the easiest thing to do and she's the trickiest person to buy a present for. With most other two-syllable adjectives, we use the most. We say, that's the most thoughtful present. Thank you. And there are some two-syllable adjectives that you can use both forms. Adjectives such as stupid, common and polite are adjectives that can be used in both forms. There are also some common phrases we use with superlatives. We often use in or of after superlatives. We say things like, he's the best footballer in the world, or that goal was the best of the lot, or the best of the week. We often use one of before superlatives. One of the best goals I ever saw was by Diego Maradona against England. Or one of the worst goals I ever saw was by Diego Maradona against England. It was in the same match. 
Finally, if you want to say the opposite of a superlative, you can use the least instead of the most. I said socks were the least thoughtful present you could buy. I think we use the least more often with longer superlatives. We say things like, he was the least energetic of the athletes, or he was the least enthusiastic about the idea. I think you're right. When we want to say the opposite of simple one-syllable adjectives like big or fat, we tend to change the adjective rather than, rather than use the least. We've got more examples and activities connected to superlatives on the website where you can practice the language we've been looking at in this podcast. This week's task is called the best list ever. What we want you to do is finish the sentences with your own ideas. We want you to complete the sentences in the comments section and be sure to look at the comments from other listeners too, to see if you have the same ideas. The sentences are... Number one. The best footballer of all time is... Number two. The most exciting film is... Number three. The most interesting book is... Number four. The most beautiful piece of music is... Number five. The tastiest food is... Number six. The best gift I've ever received is... Try to give reasons for your answers and use superlative adjectives where you can. OK, it's time for this week's football phrase. I think it was the most difficult phrase we've ever had last week, so let's make this week's phrase a little easier. I think you're right. It's your turn, Jack. OK. This week's phrase is... This phrase is usually used to describe the action when an attacker is running towards goal and has the ball at their feet with only the goalkeeper to beat to score a goal. A commentator might say, She's... With the keeper. She must score. That's a good one. I think a few will get the right answer. If you're still thinking about last week's very tricky football phrase, the answer was dodgy refereeing. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Don't forget to write your answers to our questions and make a guess at our football phrase in the comments below. If you get it right, we'll announce your name on next week's show. Bye for now and enjoy your football. <laughs> <laughs>